Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the second episode of Breaking Bones Podcast. I'm Nato, yet again, and we've got another Maddie with us today. How are you, Maddie? I'm good. How are you doing? So, how come... Where's your love of UFC come from? Uh, well, I'm going to blame it on Tekken. <laughs> Tekken? Yeah. Really? Tekken, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, also the gaming side. All right. And then, how come you started your love of UFC as well? Uh, Anderson Silva. Silver. Yeah. Ah, so you come in pretty late. You didn't come it in was, because yeah. of the Forrest Griffin and all that fights and stuff like that. Well, it was Forrest Griffin fight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that that yeah. one where he knocked him out. Ah, easy peasy. All right. So this is going to be a bit different from last week. This one's going to be more of a two-part episode. We're going to do half of it today, so a bit short this side. So this is on the Saturday, and we're going to record after the actual UFC 200 tomorrow. We're going to do a bunch of predictions and stuff like that today and talk about a bit of the Ultimate Fighter finale and Fight Night 90, I think it was. I didn't check before we started recording, so that's a bit of a rookie mistake for me. All right. Since this fight, due to time zones, was on when a lot of us were at work, Not me and Maddie only got to see the actual final fight between uh, Dos Santos and Alvarez. Who did you think before the fight going in was actually going to win this? Well, RDA. Uh, yeah, oh, well... Man. Yeah, like me and uh, Tomich talked about last episode, we don't give much credit to Bellfort, uh, Bell Tour champions these days, because yeah. they're not usually that good. They but... are getting better, but I watched both both their fights against Pettis, mm. and RDA against Pettis was a lot more impressive than Alvarez against Pettis, but, in my opinion. But yeah, un- unknown to any of us. Well, Alvarez fought totally different. Yeah, well, he just came in and... I'll give it to RDA, he fought a lot better, but he got careless with his blocking, and man, Alvis made him pay for it. Well, like, he was landing rights that whole fight. Oh, man, yeah. And, yeah, took him to the ground and everything, and then... RDA did everything right. RDA does, yeah. Yeah, and then, but yeah, just with a punchy, you cannot leave your guard down for a second. It takes two seconds for that right to come in and just... It's a beautiful ride as well. Oh, man. Oh, it was. And yeah, uh, Tomich last week uh, said he was never going to win, and he literally messaged me after watching the fight and was like, guess I'm going to have to give a bit more credit to Bellator fighters these days now. So yeah, we've got a new champion now. So we'll see how he goes defending his belt. That's I never give it to anybody until they defend a belt. Anyone can come in and take a, a belt. To yeah, belt. so we'll see. Once he defends a belt, I'll give him a bit more credit. But man, it was an amazing fight. Oh, it was a great fight. Oh, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what more he has to show us. All right, now we'll get on to the Ultimate Fighter finale. We were just pretty much watching it just before we recorded, so it's still fresh in our mind, a few of the fights and stuff like that. Any, any highlights for you apart from the main one? Uh... Really liked that choke by Tatiana. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would, when it got to the ground, I, I could see it coming, and I was like, what's she, what's she, she's got him, yeah. and then, yep. And then, and then the tapping. Yeah. And then she, yeah, because Big Joe couldn't see it, and then I was like, she's tapping, she's tapping, and I thought at first she was just trying to get out, but man, she nice. kept tapping, and then next minute, yeah, had to kick the ref <laughs> to go, help, get me out of here. Gotta feel sorry for her. <laughs> the, oh, what's his name, Doe? Do Ho Choi, the bloody um, Korean Superman oh. man, that is some beautiful boxing. That's that's what I kind of want to see coming back to UFC and stuff like that. That like, set up that right, just and and just yeah, right like and like it was the big comment like hitting that button, the button, just like boom, just and it just leveled him, just, dropped him. <laughs> oh my god, it was just so beautiful. It wasn't, it wasn't like like a slugger's like a lot of power went into it. It's just like. Beautiful technique. That's all you need sometimes, and just, yeah, just go hit that spot. <laughs> lights out and stuff like that. And yeah, so we'll go on to the two women's ones. The first, oh, we've done the first, uh, the dos, dos, dos arch choke. I can never pronounce that. Darch, darch, That's how we say it. Yeah. And then on to the main one. Who, who, did you, who did you think coming into this one was? I thought Joe was going to win, but I. Uh... I was really worried about Joe in this one. <sighs> I, think, I, I wanted Claudia to win, but I thought Joe oh, yeah, was... I love, I love Claudia. I wouldn't she, be mad. She's a, yeah, won. that's what I mean. Either fighter, I wouldn't mind who like took this one out. So it was really good. And man, those first two rounds, 
Claudia was looking like she might be actually taken yeah. until the end of the second round where I saw her starting to gas and I was like, oh She was no. aggressive, but maybe that, that's why she got gassed. Mm. Well, she thought that sometimes you get that, like you, the blood the, sh- the blood in the water kind of like shark effect where like you can see victory and you just like, you put everything into it because you think that's what's going to get you across the line and then like... Sometimes with a fight, and sometimes with a five-round fight, and in these champion fights, you don't want to waste all your energy because then fourth and fifth, like, go up against somebody like Frankie Edgar, he's gonna make you pay in those fourth and fifth rounds and stuff like that. So like, yeah, and then and then and then we saw like in the stats at the end, the striking Claudia was even out striking her in the first two rounds and stuff like that. Whether that had to do a lot with taking her to the ground and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean a lot of those. The strikes came from the ground. But yeah, and then th- those final three rounds, they were the... Oh, the experience of Joe. She was more patient. 60 to 4, and then like 71 to 6 or something, like strikes landed. It's just like, oh... That, that, that's, that's what Joe does. He's oh. beautiful striker. Yeah, like I was saying about during the fight, though, like... She's beautiful until she got too close, though, and then she yeah, starts she getting excited. Sunny. Yeah, <laughs> she gets really excited, so... She's going to have to watch that against a more experienced boxer because, like, they can take a few to get that opening. And, man, she left herself open. And, like, the commentators themselves said a lot about that. Like, if she, Claudia took a couple of punches and then went for the clinch because she did stay in there way after the fight should have and stuff like that. So She's a warrior. <sighs> Give her that. Oh, yeah. So, But in those fourth and fifth rounds, though, but she was like, bang, bang, out bang bang out she wasn't like the, it was only that third round where she stood in there way too long and stuff like that so. yeah it's how she wins her fights when she's doing that she does it well it's how she wins her fights but as mm. you say she, she could get caught oh, yeah. yeah I'm worried I'm worried if she goes against another like very experienced because man that whole women's division like when they first started out they were very sluggish like big power fighters and all that but man they're getting so crisp with their striking and stuff like now I can't wait like, that women's division is just, like, still one of my favourites and stuff like that. Yeah, just watching it grow. <sighs> yeah. Coming from, like, when they had to prove themselves to be, like, hey, we can be in the ring with the boys and stuff like that. So they were just being a lot more to the fans rather than using their style of fightings and stuff like that. But now, man, they're getting better and better. Yeah, and I'm just... just they don't have to prove themselves. Yeah. They're proven now. They're, like, they're a staple now of, like, UFC and MMA in general. So they can fight their own ways rather than having to appeal to the masses. Yeah, like... Like watching prelims, those old fights. Oh man, oh, they are, they are, they're like the prelims and all that. So, enough of the pre, uh, pre fights and all that. So, we'll get on to some news now leading up because we're on the road to 200 tomorrow. So, can't wait for that. But, Jones, <sighs> yeah, we thought he was coming clean, like after he. The episodes he has out of the ring and what was happening in the ring and stuff like that. We'd expected the Jones of old now, like he's back, he's clean. Because like, uh, when was it? I think, not the most recent UFC Unfiltered, but the, uh, I think it just came out like last week or something like that. They had Jones on, talking with Matt Zera and stuff like that. And he's talking about how he doesn't drink anymore and stuff like that. He goes, when he goes out, he doesn't drink and he's happy. Like, he's got to the point where he's sober now, where he doesn't drink at all and stuff like that. And yet he's still juicing. Ah, he's just so disappointing. John, I mean, I don't know what to say. It's breaking our hearts. He's, yeah, my he's such an amazing fighter. This is one of the fights I was really looking forward to. Getting his title back. You know, big redemption story. Yeah. So, yeah, and then and then now, yeah, juicing. So, but like, that, that's the thing I questioned, like, in our, like, our, we were talking all before, like, is it starting UFC starting to turn into like a Tour de France kind of thing where like everyone is actually probably juicing in the background and only certain people are getting caught at this moment so because like a lot of people are getting caught recently like a lot I think they're just testing more often aren't they yeah I don't know I'm just worried I don't, I don't want it to turn into like Tour de France or base like American baseball where they had all these big scandals where like whole teams were like juicing and all and I'm scared that whole cl- Actual clubs are actually cheap, or everyone in that club is actually juicing and stuff like that. So, well, they're trying to clean up the sport. Oh, I'm happy for yeah. that side of it, but yeah, I'm just worried that the it's other side losing fighters like Jones, a lot mm. of the Brazilian fighters. Yeah, a lot of them are coming in positive and stuff like that. And 
it's it's bad for multiple reasons because a that fighter and then his opponent as well who's trained against was trained to fight that person sometimes they can't find a new fighter and stuff like that we'll talk a bit later who they've replaced jones with but i mean dc was disappointed like yeah, imagine if they didn't really, find somebody yeah i mean he trained for ages and he really wanted this fight he needs his redemption against jones as well i mean a lot of people don't think he's a legitimate champ because he hasn't beaten jones mm. So yeah, uh, it's just it's just terrible though. And then yeah, I, d- I don't want this UFC stayed so pill right now. Like it's yes, it has a lot of its downfalls. What well, we've talked about before, me and you, the Reebok thing and stuff Reebok, like that. Yep. And and how like Dana doesn't pay like apparently this is not proven because don't know their paychecks and stuff like that. That, that they, they most fighters don't get paid as much as they should against like some of the under leagues and stuff like that. But we don't want to turn UFC into boxing where it's like multi-divisions, nobody, anyone can really have a belt because there's so many places. UFC funnels all the... And great fighters never fight. Like they might, You might have two fighters in a, in a generation that are the best of the best and they've never fought each other because they just stayed to their separate divisions and then nobody wanted to fight the other one and stuff like that. Well, look at uh, Manny Pacquiao and... Oh, how long did we wait for that fight? And, yeah, Mayweather. And Mayweather. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want that we happening. That problem in the UFC. No. no. They, would, they, would, they would have been matched up ages ago and stuff like that, so... No, and then, and then also the way even, like, the boxers, how they, they get to choose when their fights are, what time they are, how long things... So, like, you know, the same way with the Mania fight. He kept, I mean, with Mayweather fight, he kept delaying it, and then he was like, "Oh no, now it's now." So yeah, you only have ready, this, yeah. you you only have this much time to train and stuff like that. Six years mm. took. Uh, Manny was well past his prime. Oh no, so that's what I mean. So we, uh, the UFC's the necessary evil for MMA, and I don't want this like doping scandals to like be the ruin of it and stuff like that because they've got the business side. All right, there's. As I said, it has its evils, but the business side is working, so I don't want the fighters' side to be ruining this all, UFC. All the fighters that want to get paid go to the UFC, so no, it's a great thing. I mean, we have all the greatest fighters under one production. Yeah, and yeah, and they're making them fight each other. It's not this like Forrest Griffin would have never fought Silver if they were boxers, maybe, yeah. and you would have never got into it and stuff like that. There's many fighters that might have not never fought, and then. Yeah, now like we're doping. This is going to be another way for fighters to stop fighting each other and stuff like that. So, I don't know. All right, so let's talk about who his replacement is. So, in a million years, if you had a million guesses, do you think any of these guesses would have been who we got in there? No, I I wasn't even thinking. (laughs) Who did you you think maybe they might have brought in? Because there was a few rumours of a few different fighters. Well, I was hopeful that my boy Gustafsson was going to... That that would have been another good rematch and stuff like that. But I don't think he would have gone in at that short of notice. No, I don't think so either. Because he wants an actual legit chance against DC, so I don't think he would have ruined his chances, but... I don't think there's anyone that would have made a good fight that would have risked their chances on, like, three-day notice. Well, there was talks of Bisping. <laughs> I mean, another underweight. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I've said enough about Bisping last episode, but, yeah, God. I, I that, that, won. That would, <laughs> oh, my God, that would have wrecked my life. Because <laughs> I'd have to, like, finally admit that he's actually a really good fighter <laughs> if he won both those belts and... Oh, God. But yeah, so the man of the hour, Silver. Anderson, the spider Silver, steps in. And yeah, so now we're going to have like nearly a, nearly a super fight, sort of? Yeah, I mean, it's two different weight divisions. <sighs> DC is the champ. Mm, yeah. Silver's one of the greatest champions of all time. Do you think this, getting the fan side off of it and thinking more like reasonable, is this going to be like... I think it's a terrible matchup. Oh, <laughs> it's a terrible matchup. It really matchup. is. Like, I'm excited, but I don't see this going any other way than DC. I mean, first of all, DC outweighs him by a lot. Oh, yeah, and we've seen like, oh, what's his name? The other wrestler he fought like a while back. The, the, the rematch. Uh, the one that sat on him. Yeah, that's what I mean. And he's tiny. He was shorter and like nearly weighed less than Silver. DC's taller, probably. I, I haven't seen him. I'd say he's probably tall or at least the same height. And yeah. he is. Well, got... he used to fight at heavy as well. Oh, and he's got a lot more weight. He's yeah. he's probably, if he's smart, DC's just going to sit on him. Easy. I, as much as I hate a, like a carpet fighter, 
it's it's the smart thing to do against somebody that's deadly standing up as silver. It's what DC does best. Mm, yeah, oh, I don't know, but so you pretty much do you see any chance of silver actually winning it though? Well, you can't count out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, imagine if you just grabbed him and just oh, a couple of oh, knees, like as he goes to shoot, grab him and just knee him to the head and oh, just knock. Imagine, imagine if he like knocks DC out. Oh, I will, I will jump out my seat. Look, <laughs> as you as you said, look, he's fought somebody like Forrest Griffin, who is a huge, huge guy, and he was all right, a wrestler as well. He's more of a jiu-jitsu fighter and stuff like that, and he tallied him he, around the room. Yeah, he made him look stupid. He pretty much retired him. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you hear Griffin talk, he says, nah, Silva pretty much took his soul. <laughs> <laughs> so we never know. We never know, but... Oh. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. But I'm pretty excited. I'm glad, I'm glad DC is fighting. He did, as we said, he would have done a lot of training leading up to yeah, there. He's he, had a full camp. He had a lot to prove against John and stuff like that. So oh, I just don't know. That's going to be a weird one. Rise is built. No, does it though? No, it doesn't, I'm saying. Oh, it doesn't? Yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's still a big disappointment for him, I guess. So that's enough news. Let's get on to our actual predictions for the UFC 200 tomorrow. I'm so excited. I'm still so excited. So we're going to start at the pre- prelim cards. So we got Sage Northcutt versus Arinke Marin. <laughs> no, I, I, another squash fight for Sage. Yeah, no, I think that's going to be a squash fight. So what, what's, the, what's the tipping like? Uh, Sage is paying 130 Yeah. And Enrique is paying 357 Oh, so heavy. Oh, look. It might be worth Look, putting some money on Rico. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go the dark horse. This one, I'm gonna go Marine. Who are you gonna go with that one? I'm going Marine because oh. I, I think Sage. Also, I don't like Sage. He needs, he needs to prove himself. Yeah. All right, all right. So we're both, both are Marine that one. All right. So we're going for the bantamweight fight. TJ Dillshaw versus Raphael. Who do you reckon on that one? Uh, TJ. TJ. I mean, yeah, even right. though he lost his last fight, he still looks fucking good. Mm, yeah, I'm probably gonna go TJ. What? What? I'm gonna go TJ as well. What's the betting like? It's uh, 129 for TJ. Ah, so TJ's heavy favorite. Yeah. All right, all right. And now, now to one of my disliked fighters, Mr. Johnny Hendricks. This is Kelvin. Who do you reckon on that one? I'm gonna go Kelvin on this one, but uh, Johnny, yep. Johnny's coming in a bit heavier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he weighed over. So this is a catch weight, 171. Yep, and this one. So usually Kelvin struggles. Mm. Oh, yeah, I just I was never given any. Johnny is such a boring fighter to me. Like when I, when I say a boring fighter, that doesn't mean they're bad though. So don't oh. don't, don't ever get aggressive with me, internet <laughs> over that. I just yeah, they just he's great at what he does. Yeah, but I don't want to watch that. If I want to go watch what he does, I will watch the Olympic wrestling or something like that. Kelvin's underrated as well. I think I think Kelvin can take this one. Mm. And he's actually the favorite in this one. Alright, alright. On to the women's bantamweight. We got Kat versus Juliana. Yeah, Kat's got this. Kat, yeah. yeah. Kat, Kat's amazing. I'm, I'm sad that she had to be in such a stacked... This, the women's bantamweight is so stacked right now. Like, oh, yeah. we, got, we got the three champs at the moment. We don't know... We're going to see how that plays out in the next few main events and stuff like that. Rousey's like completely out of it. Yeah. So we don't even know what's going to be going on with Rousey. And then we got Holly and Tate, so we'll see. We'll see if we'll talk about Tate in the main cards, but yeah, we'll see all three of them. And so someone like Cat, who was an amazing fighter, has been pushed to the shadows, and while she like doesn't deserve that, so it's just one of those divisions that mm. too many good fighters. Yeah, so so you go on Cat as well. I think Cat would take this. Yeah, uh, so we're pretty much exactly the same on the pre- prelim cards, and now we're on to the main cards themselves. Alright, so up we've got first, we've got heavyweight with Kane Velasquez versus Travis Brown. You reckon Kane's going to come in and start redeeming himself? I think so. You'll go, it, oh. it's, hard, it's hard to say no to Kane, even though he's got all oh, these man. losses. No, he's only got like the one loss. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, oh he's just been out for a while, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Like he, he lost his belt and that's it. Oh, apart from the Dos Santos, the original... Uh, right, Junior yeah. Dos Santos lost yep. when he came, and then he came back and got his. But yeah, I was looking it up last week, and he's only lost one other fight, that which was him losing the belt. So, well, then I'm definitely not going to go, <laughs> go Travis. On well, this Trav- one, so Travis really. Brown has the puncher's chance because he is a big slugger and stuff like that. But he is a huge heavyweight. Mm, yeah. But he's never impressed me ever. No, I've... like he's had, like he he's good for highlight reels, but himself is just not. He's good for a cheeky bet, but <laughs> he'll win you some money every now and then. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So both Kane on that one. Yep. 
Okay, all right, all right. Now we're on to the featherweight. Well, this this one, this one probably could tear us. So we're being pretty like equal up to this one. This is hard because Aldo is one of my favorite fighters. Aldo versus Edgar. So, all right, we'll, we'll do two things right here. What's your heart prediction? My heart says Aldo. So you want? So your heart, you want Aldo? Yep. What does your brain want? What's your what was your brain bet? Edgar. You're going Edgar? He just looks good. He's been looking good lately. Aldo has what one fight in the last year and a half? Mmm. And that was And that was what? Ten seconds. <laughs> ten seconds. So he might have a lot of ring rust on him, so yeah. and there's one fighter you do not want to have ring rust again. So Mr. Edgar, take you down to the bottom of the ocean. Plus people reckon he lost that fight. Well Aldo lost that fight. Because he's not on PDs anymore. Mm. So if there's any truth to that. Well, yeah, we were saying that like the Brazilian fighters are a bit iffy these days. Maybe it's their camp. I don't know. Because most of them are all in like one big camp, the Brazilian camp down there. So I'm actually the complete opposite to you. My heart wants Edgar to win, but I think Aldo will win. Okay. Like I, because I'm pretty sure they fought before, and Aldo they did, but Edgar looked good in that fight. As yeah. Well. And that was when Aldo was. At his prime. Yeah, that was prime Aldo. Mm. And yeah, Edgar doesn't look like a person that ages at all. Like nah. those grinder fighters go into their 40s and stuff like that. Because the, the, pretty much all they have is their stamina. And stamina doesn't really go away the older you get. Like if you keep up with it and stuff like that. Speed is another issue. Speed disappears. But he doesn't Al- look slower. No. Nah. And, and Aldo does rely on his speed a lot. So we'll see. So I'm I'm going to pick Aldo and you're going to pick Edgar yep. as I bet. So right. what, I what is like what? Edgar. Though. Huh? I don't hate Edgar. No, no. I wouldn't be mad if Edgar won. <laughs> no. So, um, so what, what's the betting like on that? Uh, Aldo at 193 and Edgar at 187. Oh, so Edgar's so a favourite. Edgar is a favourite. Ju- like, it's probably a, because of that By loss. bee's dick. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, alright. So, now we're going to move on to the new fight. DC versus Anderson Silva. I'm going to go Cormier. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to... My heart is Silva. Yeah, my like, heart's Silva. Yeah. But yeah, the betting is definitely DC. Like, if, you, if you're holding a gun to my head and I have to put money down, it's going to be DC. I think it's going to sit on... Silver. Oh, I really do too. I mean, Silver might throw a few punches, but I think DC will walk through him. Mm, I hope it's not as bad as my brain is putting it out to be. Like, don't want him to just crush Silver. I don't want my idol to... It's kind of like Ali, like when you saw Ali in his later years when he was in the wheelchair and stuff like that. It's like, oh, don't, I'm glad he... Like, everyone has to get old, but I, I, I still just want to remember Ali as the Ali we saw in the ring and stuff yeah, like that. I want to remember Prime Silver. Yeah, that's exactly the same. Like, I don't want to see Anderson Silver get crushed is the, the only way I can think. That so, might... what do you see? DC ground and pound first round? Oh, God, I hope not. I hope Silver... I, maybe DC will be a bit scared, though. A lot of fighters come in scared of the punching and stuff like that. It was only Weidman and... God, the other guy that was not as scared of... And they're the only ones that did well against Anderson Silva. Yeah, I think uh, I think they got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Silva goes in looking for counter punches a lot as well. He can't do that against DC. Maybe he can. Yeah. Or DC's not can, a good yeah. striker. That's that's the thing. Like so He might just throw a few things out. And then DC will throw a few punches. And then... I don't know, man. It's how much... The the, the, the the monster image of Silver is in the back of his mind. Like, any fighter would go against Silver these days. Seeing his fights all the way through those years, just no matter how much you train yourself, there's still that little, like, subconscious, like, oh, man, he might knock me out if I go too close. So maybe he might just be careful, careful and just go in and take him down. All right. Now we're going to go on to the big contended one. Like, this is the one that's going to break. Brock Lesnar versus Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt. <laughs> He is my favourite fighter at the moment. See, both heart and mind are uh, lessener for this fight. I, unle- I only see a lucky punch winning it for Hunt. There's like He doesn't have lucky punches, though. <laughs> yeah, but I, I talked about it a bit on last episode. Lesson is a bit of a different fighter because all these other fighters know they have another fight. They're in the UFC. While Lesnar, there's been rumours that like this is not going to be his only fight in the UFC, but he's got to go back to his day job, which is as WWE. And he can't go back there if he gets destroyed and broken bones and hurt badly in this fight. Steven Struth, he doesn't want to end up with that. He doesn't want to be like... I reckon he's not going to... I reckon he's... Yeah, exactly. That's where that... 
as much as I love Mark Hunt, like, as, as you see, I put that in as my image for the Breakbones podcast, but I think he's not, he's going to be a lot scared of the punch and not even try and strike with him at all. While we've well, seen Lesnar punch a lot, I, I just reckon he's not going to risk his he, career. He does sort of turtle up when those punches come. Mm. Like, while other fighters will be like, I can probably take a few punches and stuff like that, because they can rest up for eight to a year long until their next fight. Brock Lesnar's probably going to have to go back to WWE in the next three months or something. He can't go back with a broken jaw or something like that. So you think we're going to see a more careful Lesnar? I reckon not, he's... Uh, he, bull rush? Oh, he might, but he bull rush in a way to take him to the ground. He will just rush and take and pick him up and take him to the ground and stuff like that. That's what he does best. And I've never seen Mark Hunt do well. He's good at takedowns, but once he gets taken down, it's the monster size of Lesnar. Yeah, as soon as he's on the ground, that's that's where Mark Hunt's worst starts to I, I never, I never saw in any Lesnar fights anyone like give up, like give anything, being able to stop him once he rushed them. The only times I saw anyone do well against him is when he tried to strike them. And so, I, I just don't see. It's kind of like the Anderson fight. I don't see. I see the same kind of scenario where like. Mark Hunt's big, but he is not Lesnar big. Lesnar make it. A man who has to cut weight to get into the heavyweight division. And they had to make custom gloves for his hands because they were too big for the XXXXL gloves. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He, so, he's a different animal. He's freaking nature. So your hunt? I'm still going to go with Hunt on this day. Wait, wait, what round do you reckon, though? Do you reckon it's going to be knockout? I think so. First? You reckon a big first rounder? Uh, nah, I think I'll go second. Mm. I don't know, it's hard to say. I'm going to say second round knockout, though. I'm going to I'm gonna go second round as well, but yeah. I, I reckon it's going to be ground and pound Lesnar. I reckon he's going to take him down and monkey King Kong his face. It could go that way. He's a really good... Wrestler. I don't think he's ever going to knock him out with, like, taking him to the ground, but I think it's going to be a ref stoppage on the ground. Yeah, so it's Three, yeah. Yep. All right, and now, and now onto the new main event, Marisha Tate versus Nunes. <sighs> I'm going to go Tate on this one. You're going to go Tate? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's probably the best fighter in that division, other than, well, maybe Holly. Mm, I, I'd... I'm gonna go Tate as well, only because I don't want more people in that, in like that that like nearly championship reign. So it's your heart decision. Yeah. Nunes is pretty talented. Oh, she though. is, but she's not Tate level. She's not Tate. Yeah. She's as I said before, it's like the three top fighters in that division now: Marisha Tate, Holly, and Rousey. Rousey's out, but when she comes back, hopefully she's at her same leagues and stuff like that. But yeah. <sighs> All in all, this is going to be an amazing event. It's a pretty big card. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm pretty much going Kane, Edgar, DC, Lesnar, and Tate. And you're going to go Kane? Kane. Aldo. Kane, Aldo. DC. DC Hunt. Hunt. Tate. And Tate. All right. Well, we'll get to the second half of this after tomorrow. And we'll see how much of our choices <laughs> were as dumb or as good as we thought they were. Come on, Hunt. <laughs> Go less now. All right, and I'll see you in the second half of this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two. So we've been at we've been at uh, the Bull Creek Tav, watching watching getting old bogan up in the tav and. Um, <laughs> it actually was a really good tavern. Like all the TVs on the walls, they were really nice and stuff like that. So, all right. So first up, Manny, what did you think? What, what was your overall? Yeah, it was a little underwhelming. I mean, a lot of hype. Just the main cards, or do you mean even well, the mostly the main cards? Yeah, because yeah, mo- a lot of the undercards were actually good. A lot of the like the dark cards were actually had some. All the TKOs. So Jim Miller TKO, Greg Musasi. Musashi, I've always pronounced it Musashi. <laughs> yeah, Mus- I'm just going to say Musashi. Yeah, all first round KOs and Joe Lazen as well. All, K- all first round KOs. So we got good. And then even though the preliminaries were all decisions, man, some of them were some really good fights. We, I miss, we're, we've currently got Sage on in the background while we're recording this. So he's looking good. We can see what he was pretty much, yeah, unanimous decision. He's looking more like a fighter. Yeah. But I mean, and, uh, it was he's... a squash fight. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, that's what we talked about in part one. Yeah, it really is a squash fight, so... But he did have a good uh, armbar escape, which was... It's always impressive to escape one of those. Yeah, Ronnie Rousey special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Well, he, he is... 
one of Dana White's prodigies that's coming. So, and he looked, he did look, he did look good at the end of that fight. If it was a five rounder, he might have come for a, a KO or something like that. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes with Sage. We'll let some more fights be like for somebody like that to be on a card like this, where there's so many other fighters in that lightweight division. Yeah, I mean, he's got a long way to go. Mm, so we'll see. All right, up next, TJ Dillshaw. I saw just the end of that because I just woke up. Because <laughs> <I'll laughs> Sunday, I saw quite the end as well. Yes, yeah, so Sunday hype. So another, another. Uh, I I had a few reads of the write ups and all that. It apparently, looked good. So yeah, apparently, uh, it was a bit messy, but apparently that's what uh, yeah, what Sanjo does. Yeah. So well, another one is a bit iffy on that one. So uh, I haven't I haven't gone back to actually look at the prelims what we betted on. So I'll have to do that next week's episode. <laughs> But um, up next, Kelvin. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> destroyed. Not destroyed, but made made him look like a fool, Hendrix. Yeah, well, Hendrix just looked slow, gassed. Yeah. Coming from the person who shocked GSP to this... Yeah, he really pushed... Re- but that was... Uh, real average fighter now. That was uh, TRT Hendrix. <laughs> the, the better version of Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was just rigged today, not a big rig. No, no. So I'm hoping this. I I, I don't want to wish that on a, a fighter because everyone's still people. But I don't reckon. He, I, I've never reckoned he deserved the height that he has. He really. He he's a he's a. Well, his wrestling is outstanding, but yeah, he's he's a carpet. But he. I don't mind if you're a carpet fighter if you do things like advance in position and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he just wrestles for points. Yeah, or even strike. Like, if you go into trying to get in position to ground and pound, like, there's a lot of wrestlers do ground and pound. They like ground and pound in full guard. Yeah. So they can mount up a bit more and stuff like that without yeah, worry of... It's more you're suffocating, pushing yeah, against the Which cage. I really hate. Yeah. It's, if I want to watch that, I'll just go watch wrestling. <laughs> like the Olympics is on this year, so I'm I'm super excited. That's one of my favorite things. I love staying up late watching the judo and the wrestling and the boxing and stuff like that. Maybe hopefully some new people down in the next four or five years maybe switch over to UFC. Yeah, there's there's a few coming over, which will be uh, exciting to watch. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So Kelvin, a yeah, unanimous uh, decision. It was an easy decision. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. And now, and now to the the main card of the preliminaries: Penna versus Cat. Yeah, just, an upset. Well, in, in my mind. Yeah, I thought Cat had that easy, but I don't know Penna. I've seen a few of Penna's fights, and she's always impressive. Mm, but Cat was one of the contenders. Yeah. Like she was the Rousey contender back in the day. And yeah, now, exactly, and then. I don't know, just those second, second and third round. Yeah, because she, she, she kind of had it first round. She, yeah, I think that first round was easily easily hers. Better, but then yeah. I don't know whether she gassed or because she didn't look bad in those last rounds. She was just outclassed. Easy. I think Penna just adjusted mm. nicely. Yep. And that's sometimes what you got to do. You got to adjust your game plan mid match and stuff like that. Because you might train for something and then that person might be training for something else, and then they come in with a completely different thing, and you're like, oh no, oh no. So. <laughs> Sometimes a fighter is recognised on how well they can change their game plan mid mid fight and stuff like that. Now this is probably going to be a while, so we'll go on to the main cards right now. <laughs> Up first, I think, thank God, thank God, Cain Velasquez, Travis Brown, TKO, first round. I'm so I'm so happy. I want Big Kane coming back up there. I think Kane looked really good in that fight. Oh, do you yeah. reckon he's content? Like this is him in a mindset that can be contender again to oh, the heavyweight. Definitely. I mean, I heard that he's actually training his uh, training differently now because you know he's not training at hundred percent. You know, he's yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's, so he's always he was training at like hundred percent in matches. I mean, yeah, in, like hundred percent sparring. Yeah, and, yeah. We've we've talked about that that the Brazilians usually train hundred percent. It's in theory, in a bubble, like an engineering bubble world that I like to call, it's a good idea. But yeah. man, it, it, you can leave damage and stuff like that. That's like not evidence. Like bruising and stuff like that is yes. very easy to see. But man, deep stuff. That's always the theory with Anderson Silver, man. Because like they fought so much inspiring. Maybe all the years of the, people checking his kicks, it eventually made like microscopic cracks on his leg. And then man, that one kick in the Weidman fight just snapped. Uh, exactly. I mean, it's just one check and it broke his leg. Because we've seen a lot of fighters coming in with bruises. Like a lot of Brazilian fighters coming in with like a bruise or a cart or something before a match because yeah, they train full on and uh, then, a bit of fatigue comes in yeah people say it's a bit uh, underhanded to go for this but the men if you to win like if you see that weakness in your opponent if you don't oh you got to capitalize yeah if you don't capitalize on a weakness about, yeah, it's yeah. martial arts so yeah Kane maybe 
this might be his chance to start yeah. coming back up. Because we were looking yesterday, like, his only two losses are the belt loss f- against the current champ, and now uh, Junior Dos Santos was the other yes, loss. Who is a great fight, I say. And he came back and redeemed himself for that. There's been a lot of champs that have lost a lot more fights and still are amazing. So, two fights in his whole career, and he's like 20 fights or something like that. He's, um, yeah, he's... <laughs> For a heavyweight as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially for a heavyweight. Yeah. Heavyweight has never been a really dominated division ever. Somebody has one or two wins and stuff like that. Yeah, it was always more power over talent. Mm, until, so, yeah. Uh, more recently, it's been more talent. Which espe- been espe- yeah, especially the power they fling in. It, it, only it takes one lucky slugger to come in and just ruin any yeah, fighter. Any good day, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, the weight behind their punches. It's just <laughs> insane. All right, all right. We'll go on to probably... Yes, contender for our fight of the night. Yeah, I think this is definitely, uh, on the main card at least, probably the best fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aldo versus Edgar. So it ended with Aldo winning, but... So happy for Aldo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. And especially because I tipped him and stuff like that. But I really wanted Edgar because I want my... Edgar Connor. I want Edgar Connor. <laughs> my heart was always for Aldo. Yeah, but I, that fight was kind of a test for me as well. He didn't look good enough to I... beat Connor. I don't think anyone in a division, like what, after watching this fight, I think nah. McGregor is probably the best guy in that division. In that now. division, yep. yeah. Look, he's got a lot of haters, but man, for that weight class, he is yeah, purely above. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Aldo does not look as good as he used to be. No. Well, he looked good, but... He definitely looked good, though. He didn't look... Like, I, I went back and watched, I think last week, watched the previous fight between him and uh, Edgar yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, and both of them looked better in that fight. Like, I think age is hitting both of them. Edgar's going to go to, he pretty much, like, collapses in bones at the age of 90. He still doesn't look as fresh as he was back in the day. He'd recover quicker and stuff like that in fights, so... I don't know. Could just have been a bad matchup. Yeah. yeah. He he is a hard one, uh, Aldo, because he is a big counter-puncher and stuff like that. And a grinder doesn't like a counter-puncher that much. A grinder likes somebody coming at them and getting tired. Because... A counterpuncher doesn't waste a lot of energy and stuff like that. They sit and wait for the thing and bang, pounce. And so rather than a, a slugger or a straight up puncher that wastes a lot of energy hitting on a, what, what you say, like a slab of concrete, really, Edgar is. So, and then, yeah, in those fourth and fifth rounds, take him to town. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll see. I'll see what's happening with both of them. But it, it was a good fight, the both of them, but neither of them impressed me themselves. Yeah, they were definitely a step slower than they used to be. Mm. From that last fight, anyway. Who reckons this is going to come up in featherweight? Cody? That's about it? This, <laughs> yeah, Cody. Who yeah. else in that division is really... Nobody really. Well, that's I, really... Thought, I thought Almeida, but then after that last fight with Cody... Mm. Oh, yeah, oh, he was about the only one, and then, yeah, yeah Cody just... <laughs> How about uh, Holloway? Mm, no, yeah, you don't rate Holloway? No, nah, not really. Not enough to Connor. Like, even challenge Connor. Yeah, he's what... not at Connor's level. Like, that is that is another reason I want uh, Cody to fight, man. Perfect matchup. Two straight-up fight, uh, stand-up fighters. A boxer versus pretty much a boxer. He trains with boxers. Yeah, Connor yeah. Well, is more of a kickboxer. Well, but he's been training with boxers. But he's like an he's like an fight. Irish boxer. He yeah. really is. So, oh man, versing like an amateur champ in Cody. Oh, it's gonna be a great stand up fight, man. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. I just can't wait for that. All right, we'll go on to the what we thought would be the most disappointing fight. It would, in one way it was, but in one way it was actually really amazing. The DC versus Anderson fight. Well, yeah, no one expected Silva to uh, go all the way. No, no. <laughs> or even like he like he did get blanketed, but the, I've seen the best people in the world get blanketed by a good wrestler. So didn't let him pass, didn't let him ground and pound. Re- like there was a few punches here and there. Nothing as bad as the uh, the Chael Sonnen fights and stuff like that. Or oh, no. even even the Weidman, the second rematch of the Weidman fight. Those guys did a lot better on the ground with him than DC. So... I don't know, DC didn't look as good as he used to. Do you think it's metal stuff? Mental? It could be. Like he could have, uh, I don't know, come in a little bit shook because of the, uh, the disappointment of Jones. Yeah... I don't know. I d- as much as I'm not a fan of DC, I still don't feel bad for him, man. Like, I really do. Like, it, it's terrible. Like, he wants to... Re- this could have been the thing that redeemed him in fans' eyes and stuff. Like, the, the fans that don't go for him, like me, and you're not a big DC fan. Not either. a great DC, DC fan, no. No, no. So, this would have been his one. Like, imagine if he came in and just just rolled through Jones. We would have been like, oh, okay. I think everyone was expecting that to happen, too. Just to, uh, just ground and pound first round. 
I don't think he would have been able to though. The way he was so soft on Silver, look, yeah. it might have even been like a hit, like a idol thing. Like, I've seen a lot of fighters that have fought their idol and not done that well because subconsciously they don't want to hurt their idols and stuff like that. Because like, I don't think there's a fighter in UFC that doesn't give Anderson Silver their I mean, godship. The only guys that don't respect him are the guys that hate him, it's like Belfort, for example. Oh yeah, and stuff like that. But. I don't know. I just, but yeah, I don't see that. And thank God they didn't fight Jones because Jones would look like he would have railroaded him. I think that version of DC would have lost to Jones easily. Yeah. Oh. He was having trouble ground gaming against him in the first Jones fight. And in Jones said in like uh, UFC Unfiltered when he was on there that he was, he was training ground. That's all he was training. Ground, 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 ground. So man, would have wrecked him, I reckon. Yeah, and I think Silver just did well as well. Like I think it was an oh, old AC. Yeah, that, that, that's Silver, the second part. Yeah, yeah, we'll give a lot of credit to Silver, man. He was amazing standing up again. Finally, we haven't seen him even against the Diaz fight. It wasn't that he wasn't. He's a lot more forward, like at offensively, but still. There's flashes of brilliance, like flashes yeah. of old Spider, but yeah, like comes and goes. I'm glad. As we said yesterday, we didn't want to see our idol get destroyed. And he really wasn't, like, in our eyes. Like, he did an amazing job. Even on the ground, he was still, you know. Held him in position. Active, yeah, yeah. yeah that, oh, it was just really good. I'm so glad with that one. And then on to the co main event The Beast is back! Brock Lesnar, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Man, the whole pub was behind Hunt. But yeah, unanimous decision. It was, what was it? It was first round that Hunt looked pretty good, was it? It, yeah, or was it that second? Round, it was uh, that first probably round. Probably his best. But yeah. what what everybody in either omitted straight out front or had in the back of their mind was going to happen pretty much happened. Brock Lesnar's a freak of nature. Well, He's... I was worried for Mark. I really thought Mark was going to outstrike him, but I was worried that Lesnar would out-wrestle him. Mm. And, well... He did well. He did well in the first round where, like, he was... Or was it? No, he was second. Second, second yeah. avoiding the takedowns and stuff like that, but... Man, when you've got somebody that big just bull rushing you, he's so quick. Like, that that man should not be able to move that quick. The size and the width of that man. He's a freak of nature. He's a freak out. In more, yeah, in more ways than one. Just height, size, speed. Oh, man, I wish he was in UFC for a long longer. Like, he was a UFC fighter rather than NC, then you're, so you're wrestling and then you're... Uh, sport, uh, American football, and then WWE. It would have been. Oh, could you just imagine him if he was he, like a fighter from the start? We would have seen him evolve a little bit more as well. Mm, yeah. Oh, could I imagine his striking game and stuff like that if he had more chance? And then his ground game. If he got some Brazilian jiu-jitsu on top of his like just insane wrestling ability. Ah, oh, man. We might see him again. There is rumors. There's this... rumors there that this is not his last fight. But who do you want him to fight though? Like who? In the... I'm worried though because like I st- he. Still was a bit sluggish in those, but then, as they said, last five years was his last fight in the yeah. professional ring. Well, we lost to Overeem to a uh, for a TRT over him. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, put him up against a clean over him. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, could be. Overeem hasn't looked that good in a long time though. Like two, uh, he's two or three years. Arguably one of the better strikers mm. in the heavyweight division. Do you want him to go against another striker though? I don't know. I was, I want to see him, like, redeem himself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But there's no, like, there's no ground specialists that I would put him against. Like, he's too big. How about Mia? We've already Uh, seen what happened to Mia. Like, he could, could, like, Mia could be having him in an arm lock and he could probably stand up with Mia on his arm and just shake him off like a, like a, like a child. Just be like, yeah, Mia's taken a lot of damage too. Oh, yeah. And this is a clean Mia as well. (laughs) Every, oh, I'll say it, say it. Tour de France, UFC at the moment. So it's <laughs> at the, least the heavyweight division. Oh, Jesus, it really is. Oh, man. But I don't know. How about uh, Vadoom? Vadoom? Yeah. That might be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's your one. Leveling up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all. Maybe even a cane? A redemption against Kane? That'd be a good fight. Oh, I could, yeah. I'd, I'd, oh, I'd pay for that one. I really would. Well, Kane was almost champion the whole time. Lesnar was retired. Yeah. Well, that's exactly that's exactly that. That's an, going back to Kane, like only man had the title for a long time. Three champions, really. Mm, 
Yeah. Kane, Vadoom, Steep. Yeah, pretty much. What about Steep, Lesnar? Oh, Steep is... He's, <laughs> he's probably got the best hands in, those, in that division. But how, would, how do you reckon you'd go a game, ground game against him? Uh, I can't see anyone outclassing Lesnar on the ground at the moment. Maybe, maybe Vadoom. How is Steep's ground game, really? Have you, I've, I've never seen him on the ground. I've only seen his fights since the Mark Hunt fight. Mm. And it's all been just boxing... Yeah, hey, maybe he's one of these surprise, like hidden BBJ black belts. He could be, because there's so many times we see that in the like UFC fighter. They stand up for ages, and then all of a sudden they get taken to the ground, and next minute they're like submitting somebody, and they're like guillotine. Yeah, and the uh, the commentators are like, "Oh yeah, he's actually a Brazilian black belt," and you're like, "God damn it!" He could probably get one on the big knock. Out of out of the cereal box, out of the Wheaties box. (laughs) Oh Jesus! And now. Onto the main event itself. Ah, oh, Misha, Misha, Misha. Misha, the cupcake. <laughs> she really did not take the cupcake today. <laughs> so she, she came out tight, like like the first thirty seconds strong. Oh yeah, and Just then came out boxing like she does, and then yeah, proceeded to get messed up, <laughs> absolutely messed up, man. Like I, I have to admit, I didn't give anything to Nunes. No, well, Nunes is a great fighter, but I mean, Misha has is probably the most experienced fighter in that division. Oh yeah, yeah, great Def- boxing. Yeah, she's a great all rounder, yeah. and but. Yeah, wow. Wrecked standing up. Like, it was nearly a Ronda Holly fight, really. Just getting messed up and then, like... And then just for the rest of the fight was a shook. Yeah. It couldn't, yeah, it couldn't recover, man. Her face looked bad, though. Yeah. As we said before, these women are getting, like, insane. Insanely good. I think that's what's, what's happening. Just, like, just clean. All the, uh, all the younger girls are just... Yeah, all the evolved. younger girls are coming in and fighting, like, proper fighters rather than coming in and trying... They don't have to prove themselves anymore, like we said in yesterday's podcast. And it's the probably the most like evolving, like it's evolving at a greater speed than any other division. Oh, it's, I know. Oh, it's it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Every fight, even the cat, the cat fight was amazing. And oh man, yeah, just the technique is just getting better. So better. yeah, who do we think? Who do we think next? Because Rousey's, I think, too far away. I, for her coming back, I think. Especially her friendship with Dana. I reckon she'll get a squash match or something on her return. I reckon probably Holly. Holly, Holly Nunez. I think so. And I reckon if it's going to be a good stand-up fight. Holly does have a fight coming up, so maybe the winner out of that fight. Well, yeah, who's Holly got next? Valentina Shevchenko. I haven't really heard of her. I haven't heard of her either, but she's got a 12-2 record. 12-2? Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a Muay Thai fighter. Oh, cool, another stand-up. That'll, that'll be a good fight. Who do you reckon... So what do you reckon is going to be happening with the rest of this women's division now? Like, we had the three champs, and now we've got the four champs, really. Maybe one of these tough fighters will come up. Yeah. Maybe some rookies. Mm. Yeah, who was it one yesterday, the tough one? Or was that Strawway? Oh, it was uh, Suarez. Suarez. You reckon she's going to come up the ranks a she bit? good, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see. The women's division is... Uh, the banterweight one is a yeah. really hot contender it's, right now. It's interesting. Uh, it's good. It's uh, only the strawweight at the moment. That sometimes seems... I like it with just the one champ fighting a lots of people, but sometimes so I, I thought like I, Joe, huh? <laughs> like yeah, Joe. Yeah, I thought I thought I did want just the one champ, but now I'm feeling like all these sharks in the water, like trying to get trying to get what the, yeah the bloods in the water now, it's and the sharks sort of, are around. Sort of like what the heavyweight used to be before came. Oh yeah, well. Kind of what the a lot of the belts are at the moment. There's a lot of like up in the air and stuff like that. The Bisman belt, the bloody oh, yeah. was... now now the DC belt. <laughs> God, yeah, um, it's gonna be good. Well, we have some little bit of news coming in. We just I just saw it as I was scrolling around. Uh, confirmed, Michael Bisman is gonna be versing Dan Henderson. What do you think about that one? Well. I really feel like Whitaker should be the next in line. Oh, we've discussed that lots. Yeah, Whitty, I don't know because he's Australian, because he's not good on the mic, but man, man, undefeated. And not even in the top five. No, he, uh, he gets shafted. <sighs> I think it's just a popularity game. I know. Yeah, but that, the, the ranking should not be popularity, but then again, that is kind of what they want to see these fighters fight more. That kind of raises their rankings and stuff like that. Whitaker's come in and like won most of his fights. Hasn't? Well, like he has a guy that uh, defeated Uriah Hall, and then the <sighs> next next fight uh, they said, "Oh, we need a fill in. We'll give it to Uriah Hall. <sighs> Why not give it to Whitaker?" Then again, sometimes being a fill in is not a good idea. You can lose a fight and then lose a lot of momentum yeah, and true. stuff like that. Might want to keep him healthy for a big fight. But what do you reckon, Bisman? Though Bisman Dan, uh, the last fight 
Bisman won pretty easy. I think Dan won his uh, last fight in a big way as well. Yeah, I know, but their last match. Hit oh, Bisman yeah, yeah, hit. sorry, yeah. Didn't he knock him out? I think, uh, yeah, he... Um, yeah, KO in like the second yeah, or something. Him. Yeah, uh, yeah so I'm, I'm not looking forward to that one. We'll see. We'll see when in the future. But, yeah, so that's, that's UFC 200. We're at 200, man. Oh, God. I... It wasn't that long ago when I was watching 100, and now we're at 200. We're going to be at 300 soon. What's your dream fights for 300? John Cena? John Cena! (laughs) Yeah, fighting a clone of GSP. That would be nice. You reckon CM Punk's going to win his one at 202 and rise up the ranks until 300? I have not heard anything good about CM Punk. Oh, I (laughs) know. So, yeah, he's won one or two of his 10 sparring matches he's had at his training camps and everyone says he just looks slow mm. who's he training with is it team america uh, all american or whatever it is is he isn't he training with pettis's camp must be but is there good people there though well pettis? uh duke rufus is there mm. what's he going in as well like what weight class oh i'm not even sure i think he's going lightweight because he, he's not a big guy like he's a big guy but not like it's not a heavy guy yeah, yeah stocky guy so you probably want to lose a lot of weight and so, that's probably a thing that's killing him probably because he uh around big in wwe yeah like sports uh entertainment wrestling you don't have to lose it's not like professional wrestling where cutting weight's a thing and stuff like that you want to be as big as you can in the wwe yeah, it looks good mm, so maybe he's just not used to working around like his body's itself is not used to walking around that way would explain uh the injury that's probably just like a overtraining no i think that's just years and years of the indie scene and stuff i watched have you ever watched his documentary not seen punks no oh man it's actually really good but he talks when because indies especially in america we don't help like proper health care unless you get private health care and stuff like that and with the amount of money you get as an indie wrestler, I think he got a KO concussion one time and like done something to his brain bad and stuff like that. And he literally spent a week in bed at his friend's house, like his family friend that he lived with because it's like he didn't get along with his family and stuff. So he lived with his other family. And yeah, literally he, he describes about him getting up and he put on a video and then over the course of four days watched this video because he'd watch it for like two minutes, pass out. Not from tiredness, just terrible injury and stuff like that. And be waking up and falling asleep, waking up and falling asleep. Eat crisp, a couple of like rice crisps because he couldn't stomach anything else. He'd vomit and stuff like that. He had like a bulge on the brain or something like that. Oh, wow, and these scary. are like the terrible things. Like huh. That's like one of the injuries he talked about during his indie days and stuff like that. So man has gone through shit to get through the indie stage and all that. Yeah, so... And then the injuries he's probably suffered in WWE itself and now trying to go in professional fighting scene. Let's just say. I'm excited because I love CM Punk, but... Well, he's heavily unfavoured. Oh, he is. <laughs> 202, so that's still a while off. That's like a month it's, or two uh, away. Oh, is that Madison Square? Yeah, I think it might be. That's a big stage oh, for CM Punk. <laughs> I can't wait for the Madison Square one. People are going to go off. Oh, yeah. Oh, New York's going off. Yeah, I hope Joe makes that card. I just hope, I just hope New York's done it. So bring UFC to Perth. Come on, like make it legal yeah. first. Let's... Come on, Perth. Adelaide had a fight. Come uh, on. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks again for listening. Subscribe for the whole thing. We're on SoundCloud. We've got a Facebook page up now, Breakbones Podcast. We're on SoundCloud as well. And uh, just look up Breakbones Podcast. And I'll try and be get a Twitter page up and rolling. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this, I'll have a Twitter page. I, hopefully, I can get Breakbones Podcast as the handle. But yeah, subscribe to us. And yeah, if you want to just message me itself, I'm NatoJ18. Do you want to plug your Twitter if you want? No, but I've got a hashtag, Team Hunt. <laughs> team Hunt. <laughs> nah, t- team Listener for sure. <laughs> All right, yeah. If you want to message me personally, I'm yeah N-A-T-O, letter J, one eight. Pretty much on anything, but Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, everywhere. Nato J. All right. Come on, Hunt. <laughs> Until next week. See you later.